What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Mongols brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. I'm Mike. With me is Kev and Josh. It is our end of the year holiday special. We have lots of fun stuff planned, maybe a guest or two. So we appreciate you all joining us at the end of the year. Guys, we haven't talked for like a month. So let's just start off with what is new. Josh, what's going on with you? Just got done with a lot of holiday parties. We had the Steel Army holiday party. We had the Hounds holiday party. And then I had a work holiday party. But <laughs> that, that one's not important. But the other two were pretty fun. Uh, the Steel Army one was at the Frick. So that was a lot of fun. It was very fancy. Steel Army goes fancy. And uh, yeah, yeah. You should see some of the pictures if you haven't yet. Just uh, check out the social media accounts for the Steel Army. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It seemed like it was a great turnout. I was a little worried about Steel Army at the Frick, but it seemed to work out well. So you were worried. I <laughs> we walk into the area and there's like glass cases with like like you know fancy dresses and others you know memorabilia type stuff uh, inside the glass cases where we're supposed to be hanging out, drinking, playing Thunderstruck, you know the the, the usual tailgate things, but just in the Frick. Uh, so I was a little bit worried, but it turned out fine. Only two things broke, but they were both things that we brought. So it's no big deal. <laughs> I say nobody ended up wearing the dresses by the end of the night. So that's it's, probably couldn't get in those glass cases. They, yeah. they were sealed tight. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Kev, what's new with you? Uh, yeah, I mean, holiday party today at work for me. And then uh, um, last or oh, this past weekend, we went uh, to see the Biltmore house um, all decked out uh, like for Christmas or whatever um riley uh, my wife wanted to do that for a while and so this was the year uh we drove down we saw it at night like all lit up and whatever uh, you know yeah big house that's all i can say is the vanderbilts had a lot of money and uh it was it was kind of crazy we were playing jokes of like we were kind of in the middle of the of the tour and i was like all right right riley i'll give you like a thousand dollars and if you can make it out of this house in 60 seconds because like we had no idea like where we were like, we were, like and there was just too many floors and too many rooms but uh no it was cool and you'll be making the uh the trip up to the great white north here this week yes fighting uh fighting you know freezing rain and snow and wind and cold uh so we'll we'll kind of we'll we'll be flexible on when we leave and if we need to stop and stay overnight somewhere. But uh, yeah, the weather isn't going to make it easy, but we'll, we'll power through. Is it like bad weather? Not supposed to come until like Saturday. Well, Friday for us Friday. So Thursday, it's supposed to rain all day and then okay. get into like the low is like 11 and then Friday it's oh, supposed true. to like be gusty and snowy and like all that stuff, um, which I assume will kind of carry up through West Virginia and like, you know, all that stuff. So fun yeah. times. Yeah. This past weekend, we went and uh, celebrated Christmas with my wife's family in Maryland at her sister's house. And it was great. It was, they were like three and a half hours away. So we drove down in the morning. Susan and I drove back at night because the dogs were here. Um, but crossing the mountains at night after it snowed was fun. Like the roads were completely covered. At one point there was a, a couple on a four wheeler that we got stuck behind that were going to dollar general. So they just like took the four wheeler on the road, but like you couldn't see the lines. So the whole time I'm sort of driving, guessing where the lines were. And every so often you hear that cause I'm like hitting the sides and I'm like, okay, nope, just slide back over this way, <laughs> slide back over that way. Um, so that was fun, but, uh, but now we got back and yeah, we got snow here. So we'll see. The boys keep asking if we think that it's going to be a white Christmas. And I said, yeah, it's going to be cold enough. So we'll just have to wait and see if we have any precipitation. Um, we did enjoy uh, watching on Sunday the World Cup finale. Jeez. I mean, that talk about an insane game. You know, Messi gets his World Cup. Uh, he gets his player of the tournament. Emmy Martinez got keeper of the tournament. Um, oh, by the way, he's my new most hated player. I hate <laughs> really? him so much. Yeah. I don't oh know why. God. I mean, all the shenanigans <laughs> he pulled. And, yeah, it, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, he is. He So there have been a few games that uh, Aston Villa have given up penalties. And he pulls those antics all the time. Like he'll stand over the ball to try to get in the player's head. He'll point at them. He'll like dance. He'll do the whole thing. So Villa fans love him just because yeah, he's like a do. huge personality. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah there's a especially when he got the golden glove uh <laughs> and he was making a gesture with it and you could hear alexi lawless on the stream just go oh my <laughs> and then they, they like tried to cut away from it so uh yeah he he is a character but um yeah i mean thoughts on kev thoughts on the world cup in general yeah i mean what a final you know i lost five bucks uh on it um thought france was gonna pull it out but uh yeah no i mean a lot of a lot of drama you know i kind of use riley my wife as the as like the impartial observer to judge how well like or how entertaining it all was and she was like glued you know to yeah. a lot of games uh this this tournament so you know even she said like yeah it was a really like entertaining drama filled blah 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 so um yeah i mean you know happy for the argentinian people that you know they get the world cup um you know messy i don't really care but i was gonna say you don't sound <laughs> like you're happy you're just like eh, i'm going through the i don't most. know messy, like, i mean like like he's won everything already except this you know he got hit for like tax evasion for over like a million dollars like okay what else do you want dude like i don't need you to have everything because <laughs> everything's about me you know because that's yeah of course yeah, yeah yeah no we know yeah yeah for sure no, I my wife totally bought into the whole like messy fanfare thing to the point that as the fi uh, as the finale was starting, she was glued to the couch and every shot of Mbappe that came up, she was like, "It's not your time, dude. Like you'll have your time. It's it's Messi's time. Like he's got to win this thing. It's gonna happen." I love, I love Mbappe. Yeah, he he yeah, won me I over don't. more this tournament. Yeah, nah, I could do without the ego. Josh, what was what was your take on things? I mean, Team Chaos for most of the World Cup was reigning supreme as far as mm -hmm. play on the field goes. So it was a lot of fun to watch those. And then I, I actually did think France was going to win it as well, just because I it wasn't doing that great. Like mm -hmm. they were winning, but barely. So I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a really hard match. I bet you France runs away with it. And so the drama of the whole, you know, going up by two and thinking like, oh, man, this is going to be a kind of a boring. I think I was even tweeting, like making fun of. France just being like uh, tired and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then suddenly they come back and I was like, oh, okay, this is actually fun to watch now. So, no, that whole thing was was fantastic. But then there's like, you know, the whole fact that it was in Qatar and all the other drama around it was yeah. just crazy. And hoping it doesn't get too forgotten. Like, and oh, yeah, and rest in peace, Grant Wall. I don't know if you guys yeah. looked up on that, but uh, so just so much happened in this World Cup. It was just crazy, like highs and very lows. So, yeah, I'm totally over penalties. Like, I, I feel like there were more games that went to penalties. And I know the announcers are like this, you know, Lexi Lawless is like, this is not a coin flip. This is not luck. There's all this strategy. And I'm like, uh, yes and no. Like, I get that there is strategy, but you're, it's it's a completely different game. It's not soccer. It's a It's a shooter against a keeper. And so it's like, you know. I don't know. It's like a side quest. You're you're deciding the game based on a side quest. And so what else do you want them to do, Mike? This is my thing. Like I when people ask, it's like they've already played for 120 minutes. Oh, I know. Like, they can't play for infinity amount of time, right? Golden like, goal. To... Go back to the way it yeah. was an MLS original. Just keep playing. Golden goal. <laughs> but even at that, <laughs> start that could taking last... players off the field. That could last three hours, four hours. Oh, like that's not a different game. Like five uh, against five like... on a huge field. Like <laughs> I don't I don't think you guys remember what golden goal was for MLS. I believe that's what it was called, where it was literally like the ball would be put on the halfway, like the starting line, and a a uh, one player versus a keeper, but the keeper didn't have to stay on his line. It was just basically like the player would run towards the keeper, the keeper could run towards the player. It was just like one on one, like let's go. And <laughs> it was like it was like a hockey shootout. Yeah, like you'd start so cool. in midfield and you'd run with the ball, <laughs> but the keeper could come off his line as well. So it's yeah. just no. Yeah. I'm not saying that should have happened. I just think it's hilarious right. to remember. That. No, but I think I think. <laughs> playing extra time with a golden goal would do it it's just at some point somebody's got to score do they though some... you say that <laughs> <laughs> they could be playing for like four hours and at that point people are going down with hamstring injuries like luka Modric's already is like dude i've played so many hours like i can't all right so, every yeah. foul whoever committed the foul there's no red or yellow card they just get sent off so yeah. like you can't have any fouls and then it just slowly gets whittled down until you have like a couple players left <laughs> this is our gift to the world is uh yeah. all these solutions to uh we can pens. fix soccer that's right <laughs> that's right small uh a shout out to so like we didn't get any of the uh like american streams we had to watch all the games on telemundo nice. with like a spanish speak yeah 
super, like way better experience. Like oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it so much more. And like I didn't obviously like, I don't really know what they're saying. I don't speak Spanish. Um, but the enthusiasm and the passion and the tempo and the cadence at which they speak and it was just, it was really entertaining. And along the way, I feel like I got exposed to a little bit of a different language. And so, you know, like I didn't remember any Spanish words, but it was cool. Anytime yeah. you don't have to listen to Alexi Lawless is a good time. I'm just exactly. Saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, gentlemen, I don't, I don't know if you heard the little beep uh, sort of on the side indicating that someone else has joined. I feel like I need like a doorbell or like a knocker or something like traditional holiday specials, but I'm going to uh, invite them into the, uh, the chat here. Hey Luke hey. Biasi, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I was I was worried I was gonna ruin the surprise. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I didn't no, hear no. it. Like we don't see any of that. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Surprised for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> thanks. Th thanks for joining us, man. How's uh how are things going? It's going good. I'm just back at home now in Atlanta. Um it's kind of nice. I wasn't expecting the season to be so long or no breaks in between. So it was just it was really um tiring on the body and mind and everything. So it's nice to just kick it back a little bit. I'm starting to get back into training and working out again, getting prepared for the season, but it's nice to be home and be able to relax and see family and friends. For sure. We were just talking about the world cup. What was your uh, read on, on things? What'd you think? Oh, the world cup. I am the happiest kid in the world. I was <laughs> messy the whole way. I made a bracket with all my friends and family and stuff. And I didn't even write Argentina. I just wrote Messi all the way through. <laughs> but, uh, I just could be, but that was, that was an amazing world cup. Um, I was a little worried about it being like in Qatar and not knowing like really the energy or it's kind of not really like a soccer city, you know, but it was, it was unreal. And uh, I thought it was cool how all the stadiums were close together. People could just hop around, but the final yeah. was insane. Yeah. You, you've uh, you've been celebrating a lot because your alma mater also just won the College Cup, right? I Syracuse. know. That was the coolest thing. Ever. I actually went to the game. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, because it's right up, uh, right up in Cary, North Carolina. So um, I went and uh, I ran down onto the field. I was I was on the bench during the PK shootout with the with the team. So that was like the most surreal feeling ever. I was kind of just vicariously living through them. <laughs> um, when I when I when I left Pittsburgh initially, actually, I, I went up to Syracuse because that's where my uh, relatives are originally from and i just i trained with them for a couple of weeks and went down to the acc championship with them too so i was spending some time with them that's awesome so you guys, uh, you guys you i was gonna say you seem a little speechless go ahead josh <laughs> oh, I can't prepare for this stuff this is, this is exciting. <laughs> saying, yeah. um so yeah so you got announced uh, it's coming back to the hounds what what as a player, what's the experience? What's it like going through that whole process? Because I just can't even imagine being like not knowing where you're going to be, you know, oh, next year. Most stressful thing ever. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess like, um, I mean, it's, I mean, it's obviously stressful. You know, you don't know if you're going to have a job or whatever for a while. And then sometimes the, the waiting period will really get to you because at first it's like, okay, well, we'll, we'll try to get back to you as soon as possible and let you know what we're thinking or what we're feeling or anything like that. Um, so I, and then like, as, as the period goes on and on longer, you're just like, okay, well, if they don't, if they decide not to resign me, then you're like, well, I just wasted a whole month where I could have been reaching out to teams yeah. and where I could end up next and stuff. So it's not the funnest process and stuff, but at the end of the day, it's the most exciting feeling ever when they tell you you're resigned and you, you realize you have a job next year and you get to just get more experience and more reputation in the league. So I'm, I'm really excited to, get, um, to be back. But, uh, the, like the, that's like the technical aspects of that i'm kind of interested in i mean you mentioned like you know the feeling of wasting like another month like are you like legally allowed to like talk to other teams and and kind of see what your options are i don't know what the rules are like specifically <laughs> but like from like people what people have told me like people reach out to kids or players like mid-season um right and they'll be like hey like we see what you've been doing this season um we just want to let you know like if your contract's up or i don't know what your contract situation is like but like we would be interested in you coming here and like this was this was happening like people in like september and october so like if they see you're having a great season and they really want you they're already planning for next year i don't know if it's allowed but they, they definitely do it um for me I, I i know my agent was always just reaching out to people talking to people because trying to just prepare for a worst case scenario you know yeah is that is that a case where like did you just find out from your agent or does like lily call you or how do you find out um we actually have my my agent they they just sent me the uh the contract in an email and oh, nice. they were gonna resign me because um at the end of your at, at the end of your meetings they kind of give you an idea of where they stand with you but they kind of just say hey we gotta 
pull some final strings and figure out this and this. And at the same time, they also have to figure out who's leaving. So they can't really give you a for sure answer ever. They kind of, I feel like they give a lot of people the same speech, but if they know you're not coming back, then they're definitely telling you, Hey, look, we don't, we don't see you in our plans next year. Um, but yeah, just my agent just called me one day. He's like, Hey, have you checked your email? They're resigning. They're resigning. Really I was like, no way. I've been stressing a month over it. <laughs> Finally. That's anticlimactic. I think Bob should show up with like a giant check at your yeah. <laughs> like Bob or yeah, McMahon type yeah, style. I can imagine that. That would be so funny. So it sounds like you've had a pretty busy off season so far. How otherwise, what else have you been up to? Um, really, yeah, really just hanging out at the house um, and then just catching up with a lot of friends. And um, I just started going to um, this place called Toka where like they have like the cannons that shoot balls out at you and yet the, the goals light up and you have to aim to a certain one. So I've been doing that. Um, I work out at my house. We have a nice little home gym. Um, other than that though, just been going, there's a lot of good movies out. I've been to the movie theater a couple of times. Some lots of, lots what of movies have you seen? <laughs> uh, the new avatar and the new black Panther. Nice. nice. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's just, just catching up with people. I haven't been home in a long time, so it's nice to just reach out to everybody, go grab some lunch, go hang out, do whatever you used to do when I was in college, home for breaks. Yeah. So when are you when are you due back in Pittsburgh then? Do you know? Um, I feel like I probably should know that, but I don't yet. <laughs> but last year we started um, February 1st um, when I was a trialist, so I would assume it's probably – about the same but i also heard that be, like the season last year started earlier because of the world cup or whatever mm-hmm. so i don't know if it might be a little later but i, I would assume i'll probably be heading that heading back up to pittsburgh like the end of january nice so speaking of last year the, the last year was your first year as a pro did it yeah. meet expectations uh, surprising <laughs> what do you think um, yeah there's a lot that i learned like it's 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 crazy that like i've been playing soccer my whole life and then you get to being a pro and you like, you think like, you know, everything or like you think there isn't too much you can, or too much more you can learn, but then boom, first day, Bob's telling me this, Bob's telling me that he's, he's being super specific about a first touch or an angle of a ball. And I'm like, this is all like, just like little stuff that you would just do naturally. But like, it's like, there's so many like those specifications you can add to it. So I mean, my rookie year, I definitely, learned a lot and I got a lot of experience and then just like the uh, team aspect is a lot different than college because in college you're you're going to meals together you're going to class you're going you're going out you're doing whatever here some of the guys on the team like I mean like Kenny's got two three kids splash had kids like they just they're coming in for work and then they're going home to their family so it's it's a little different you got to get used to it at first Um, but I mean overall great experience I love it so much and can't wait to be back there prepare for this yeah yeah (laughs) Based on, yeah, you, you can see uh, i guess in chat Liz said prepare for snow uh yeah it's, it's gonna be cold um, um you know if you could give you know your buds at syracuse one word of advice about turning pro what would it be um to be open-minded and prepared because i mean if you come in with an ego or you're stubborn and don't want to accept this style of play or a certain teammate or something like that, then you're probably just going to be kicked to the curb. You're going to be on the bench. You're going to be just out of the spotlight at all times. And I mean, you can't come in with an ego if you're fresh out of college with these guys who are 30 on your team and have been in the league forever. So I would just say, remember your place, two baby steps and just be open to learning and changing, not really changing your play style, but like adapting. Yeah, for sure. Do you got any plans for the holidays? Um, not really, honestly, because my, all, all my parents' relatives, um, or my relatives, they all live in New York, so we don't see much family unless we take a trip up to Syracuse. Um, so I'll just be hanging out here. I got some secret Santas coming up, probably have some Christmas dinners. Of course, my, my dad being Italian, he's, he made all the, the pasta and the sauce and all that. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, just, just hanging out. That's awesome. Well, I guess um, I, I have, ahead, I have a like a weird technical question. I've, I, the thing that's been on my mind a lot over like since really, it's really been announced has been like the new training complex. Have you guys gotten any like, I don't know, commentary or information or like direction about or have you even like been up to the training complex? Like, I, I know it was like been under construction for a while. 
um and all that stuff but like so yeah the is it in what Mont montour yeah montour. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. That's, that's over by uh near where our apartments are actually so it's a closer commute um to practice oh sorry i'm getting a phone call on my laptop okay Ooh. um well, yes yeah, so that's good it's fine <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like 10 minutes from our um, apartment complex, so it's like a, it's a nicer commute. But yeah, we have we trained there a couple of times, even in like preseason. We did it um, in the indoor facility when it was like snowing outside. It really wasn't that helpful because there was no heat or <laughs> so it was actually kind of colder um, at the facilities then. But then a couple of times um, towards the back end of the season or over the summer, we would um, go to the facilities and train outside in the turf field. And then one day, Bob actually took us on a full tour through the whole building while all the construction workers are building everything. So you had like 25 guys all walking around the construction workers. And he was showing us, he was showing us everything. He was so excited about it. He was showing us our new training room, the coaches offices, the weight room, everything there. So, I mean, I'm super excited to have all those amenities and things to be able to use every day. I was like, well, was it, was it like cool? Like on a basic weird <laughs> emotional level? Like, was it cool? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, it definitely like, it really was, especially like, just like, being in the stadium every day, having like kind of a cramped little weight room. Like our locker room was nice, but like our weight room wasn't really the nicest. Our, our training room was like this kind of like little hallway with a couple doors that you're in and out. People were walking by each other, like shimmying around. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. super cool to like know that we're going to have all this stuff like accessible to us at all times. And like, it's just super open and it's kind of um, depends. It's kind of revolves around us. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely like we were walking through there like, wow, I, I'm hoping I get re-signed so I can be able to use this. <laughs> Nice. Well, I mean, the good news is you did get re-signed, obviously. We're, we're super excited that you're going to be back with the team. Um, you know, I want to be respectful of your time. I really appreciate you coming and joining us here for, for our sort of end-of-season holiday special. So, um, yeah, man, I guess, obviously, best of luck. Hopefully, you have a great holiday. You know, best of luck in the off-season. We're really looking forward to seeing you get back on the field here in the spring. Hopefully, it's not snowing, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys calling me and uh, inviting me to this. Um, this is cool, but yeah, I can't wait to be back in Pittsburgh and start it up again and get back into season because, I mean, this can only last so long. I don't, I don't want to be sitting around forever. I want to get back after it. For sure. Yeah. Finally, I'm a rookie too, so I can, you can stop pulling the rookie card on me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no longer the new guy. Yeah. Got to yeah. love it. Yeah. Thanks, man. Have a good yeah. holiday. We'll talk appreciate soon. It. You guys too. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Bye. So there you go, cool. guys. All right. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. We didn't we didn't quite get to the point. So uh, I'm trying to think the last show that we did, Justin and I talked about who we thought might be back, but the Hounds hadn't officially announced who would be back at that point. Luke Biasi obviously is back. We wouldn't be talking to him <laughs> if he wasn't back. So very cool. Um, I guess we can quickly run through the list of who they did announce. So this is basically uh, whose options got picked up. That's basically all we know at this point. There are still guys who are out of contract that apparently the team is negotiating with or could be negotiating with. We don't know, but we know for certain who will be in black and gold next year. Um, obviously, Biasi, uh, Robbie Mertz, Dequa, Ibarra, Ordonez, Dos Santos, and Jamali Waite. So pretty decent spine there. Um, I guess your immediate reactions to that list. I, I say immediate, even though we know that this happened a few weeks back, Kev, what were your thoughts on that list? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it's, it's, I think it, like, I agree with you. It's a pretty decent spine. I think last year there was question marks around the beginning of the season around like what was going to happen with the keeper situation. And then Jamali Waite kind of made the spot his throughout the season and i'm kind of happy we're not starting over from scratch on that again um so yeah i think that's that's a positive for sure that we know that kind of coming out of the gate and we can kind of you know look to because i mean it's it's i don't know on uh, it's one thing to have like a deep set of like re-signing defenders or midfielders or forwards but i don't know the keeper is that one position where it's one player fills that spot in the field and nine times out of 10, you know, they're not as frequently injured. And so they can, they can kind of make or break a, a whole kind of team setup. So yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see him back, but yeah, no, it's early days, but that's a pretty good group of group of players to come back. 
Josh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, um, happy to find out about Mertz because I was uh, that was not really clear to us about like how that was working. If there was a, a two year contract or if it was like a year with an option like normal or how exactly that was going to happen. So that that was nice to see. Deke was a pleasant surprise to me. Um, yeah, just, just overall, like it is a spine and it is nice to see these players coming back. I'm hoping we hear more announcements uh, coming soon because I think these were just the ones that they were announcing because they were back in contract. Are they uh, they had an option year? Yes. So like they're telling us which options were picked up. Um, all the ones that were out of contract this year. Like I'm hoping we hear some more about that. Just because the more players come back, the better. I do think this was a good squad. So it'll be nice to see even more players coming back. Um, I don't want to have to worry about a rebuilding year, but at the same time, this is USL. I mean, this yeah. is you know what I mean. It, it it is what it is. You could kind of have to roll with those punches. Um. It would be nice to have the the same consistency that we've seen from Louisville and that kind of stuff, though. So I'm hoping yeah. that we can keep some consistency. But this is a great starting uh, point. I do think a lot of these names I'm super happy to see come back. A few players that we know won't be coming back. I think Justin and I talked about Ciceroni. We know that he's gone. Uh, since then, it's also been announced, not by the Hounds, but by the teams they've signed for, that Dixon is off to Monterey Bay. Um, and so he's going to be joining our buddy Hugh Roberts out there. And then Kev, uh, Angelo Kelly Rosales is coming to play for Knoxville. So we said, you're going to have to stop by and offer to make him dinner or something. Um, <laughs> Cause he's literally going to be in your town. Uh, yeah. yeah the, I mean, there it's, you know, the, the, there's a growing interest. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if it's growing or not, but I was, I'm surprised at how often I see, like the merch for the Knoxville team around town. Um, you know, we're not a big city by any stretch, but you know, yeah, there's, there's some pretty good representation for the, for the club. Listen, nice. man. I mean, the, the way that soccer is growing in this country, I'm not entirely surprised. I, we were literally just talking at dinner about the world cup. And I mentioned how in four years, the men's world cup will be here in the U S and somewhat surprisingly, but all three of my boys were like, can we go? Like, what's the closest city? And I was like, yeah, that would, they're, they're going to be hosting games in Philly and they're also going to be hosting games in New York, New Jersey. And I remember I was at 98. I think that the world cup was here that my dad, well, kept our dad got tickets and we drove to New Jersey to see Germany. Like Klinsman was playing for Germany at that point. <laughs> um, and it was an experience. I mean, it was neat to, to see it was like any other because we had no like skin in the game it was like any other soccer game but at that time there weren't really other soccer games if, that, that you go to so if if you guys had to pick now you were going to go and you you were going to get a free ticket to the 2026 Six, yeah uh world cup um what and you get to pick any team that's going to be playing in that Ooh. game what team would you want to see what like play josh who do you want to see play I mean, I'm going to be boring because I, I want to see USA play against whoever. Like, I, That's fine, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a reason why I, I've always been a strong you know, supporter of domestic soccer. I'm, I'm all about it. Like, I think you have skin in the game, then you have, you know, a reason to be rooting for that team. So for me, it's going to be USA. It would be great if it was USA England. I think that'd be a blast. Yeah, um, cool. Or USA Mexico. But I feel like I've seen USA Mexico so many times where it's in the qualifying uh, rounds of the world cup but in the world cup it would be a little bit different so yeah. i'll take either one of those i i i, I was going to say usa i think england would be a close second I, I think mexico is a really good shout because i think one of the things that makes the games so much fun is not just the game on the field but also just the ambiance in the stadium and so if you if you play against a team or you're watching a team that has a great crowd then you know that's going to make it all the more fun and so you know especially the games See Mexico be... in Mexico because there are going to be some games in oh, Mexico. In, yeah, that is that is true. Um, that would be insane. Yeah. Uh, Kev, what's your what about you? What's your answer to that? I think there. I don't know. There's some aura around like the Brazilian national team for me, like the history of it and just their kind of presence in big competitions and tournaments. So I think it'd be kind of cool to see Brazil. Um, but also, like, I know you don't like, but like, I okay, like, unless he gets hurt, Mbappe's going to be playing. And by all accounts, <laughs> in four years' time, he could have more trophies, more goals, more whatever. And he could, you know, firmly have stepped into that next generation after Ronaldo and Messi. So I think it'd be kind of cool to see France and Mbappe, but probably Brazil. 
Listen, I'm, I I think Mbappe is great, but I'm over the whole ego thing. Like I just don't. I I it's hard <laughs> for me coming to... from you know the Martinez goalkeeper and you well... know Messi. <laughs> Messi has no ego whatsoever. No ego. Like no. yeah, yeah, like None. yeah. I, listen, for me, it's like uh, you know the hockey analogy is is like between Crosby and Ovechkin. Like I feel like Messi is Crosby and Mbappe and. Uh, and well, Messi's uh, also 34 or... and, and oh I know and 24 it, like... Messi just said too that now that he won he's not going to necessarily step away and retire um so yeah um guys we have a, another visitor that just joined us uh welcome to the show Mr. Jamali Wait. Jamali hey. how's it going man hey guys how's it going good <laughs> welcome to the show how's uh how's your off season been so far uh, I mean you know, World Cup was on, so that's all I've been doing all <laughs> working out and watching soccer. <laughs> what uh, What was your take on the World Cup? What are your thoughts? A bit of a roller coaster, right? I, my team was Brazil, so Same. Same. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and my heart broke pretty early. But I, I I was rooting for France to win, though that didn't happen either. So <laughs> lots lots of heartbreak. <laughs> Well, listen, you you had a big year this year. I want to get into sort of all the things you did. You got, you know, your first senior start for Jamaica. Like, what was that like? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that's great. Yeah. yeah, thank you. It was it was great, honestly. Like, just the the atmosphere, you know, being there. I think they had about 40,000 fans uh, just playing in that atmosphere and like, obviously representing my country at the senior stage for the first time. It was a great feeling. Listen, that's something that, you know, the three of us, we're never getting called up to play for the U.S. That's just not going to happen. So <laughs> like the fact that you even utter that sentence is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm trying to set the stage here. So talk us through, like, how does all of this happen? Like, first of all, how do you, you know, I know that you got called up a few times. What is that process like? And then, like, uh, what are you feeling like once you realize, like, just talk us through that? Yeah, so I'm get, getting called up. It's like one thing, but... Obviously, there you guys know Andre Blake. So when you get called up with that guy in the team, you almost certain that you know you you won't be playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for that camp, I I didn't know he wasn't gonna go. Once I saw that he wasn't going, I was like, okay, like you know I might have a good chance of playing here. Uh, so I just I went into practice. I think we practiced for about five days before the game, and performed well, and I got the start, and it was great. Was there it's, any notion in those five days of training, like, hey, like wink, wink, nod, nod, it's going to be you, or is do you really not? I, know? I, <laughs> not really, no. Like they, well, obviously the the whole staff there now with the national team is new. They're from Iceland, I think. Uh so they they like to keep it in house. Like we don't we don't know the starting starting team until the night before the game. So it's that- like. Is that how it works with Bob in the Riverhounds? No, not 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 the night. <laughs> sometimes it's like you know, sometimes you don't know until maybe the day of the game. He likes to mix it up, but obviously when you get to the back end of the season, like it's it's pretty consistent of like, you know, who's playing and stuff like that. But going into the game with Jamaica, we no one knew the the team until the night before the game. So in practice, it's like, oh, like you're doing good, but you know, you still don't know where you're at. Did you sleep at all that night when you found out that you were playing the next day? <laughs> I I had to sleep just because of the time difference. If it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have. <laughs> well, we we were just talking about uh, Emmy Martinez and his heroic slash shenanigans uh, in in the penalty shootout. <laughs> You are someone who has some experience in in a penalty shootout. Obviously, you made two massive saves, well, three saves against Birmingham. Right. Talk us through that from your perspective. Like, what is it like to be, it's you, one-on-one with, you know, and then the game's on the line. Yeah. Like, what goes through your head? How how did you react to that? It's just, I don't know. I feel like people say you practice that, but you you don't really practice that. Like, Because when you're in the game, it's like with the takers, like, you could practice so many penalty kicks, but when you're in the game and it's you against the striker or whoever's kicking, it's so different. Like now it's like, okay, mind games. Like how do I get him to go where I where I want him to go? Or how do I 
fake him into thinking I'm going one way and, you know, trying to get him to go the other way. So it's a lot of mind games behind it. But, you know, when, like, it worked for Martinez, when it works and, you know, you help your team win, like in Birmingham, you, you know, it's a great feeling. Like, you, it's like, I feel like people don't really give goalkeepers much credit for, for penalty kicks. Because if you think about it, like, the goal is so big. Like, there's the striker should always have the advantage. So I feel like goalkeepers deserve a lot more credits for, you know, especially in a penalty shootout. Like Martinez, I think they went to, what, three straight penalty shootouts. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah. it's not like they the players were missing. Like he was like actually saving PKs for three straight games to win a World Cup like that. That should be talked about a lot. <laughs> a question on like how like how penalties are actually taken out. Like, okay, so like for me growing up, I always remember like players would just kind of pick their spot and hit it and just right. like hit it hard. Now, like if it feels kind of new to me, like the like super slow run up, like the Neymar, you yeah. know, like where you're yeah. just like, you have that and then you have players now like willfully going down the middle, knowing right. that keepers are going. Are these two things that like are kind of, I don't know, like it, I, I just assume it expands all the things that you now as a keeper have to like consider and play with. Like, do you hate the slow run up? No. Yeah. It it, it throws you off a bit because now you're like, if he runs up normal and you, you know, like you just, you pick a side and you go, but with that slow run up, he's basically waiting for you to go. So you're like trying to stay there, wait as much as you can. But at the last second, you try to make your move and then he just like rolls it the other side or like, He rolls it the same side you go, but you're too late. You can't get there. So it's like I it it it's it's probably the worst. Like you see Messi, like his like in the penalty shootout, he rolled it like right next to Lloris, but he was yeah. already the other way. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I mean look, right, yeah. Yeah, we but it seems like you know, we were we we commented on this, especially after the Birmingham game. It didn't seem like you were guessing. Like nine times out of 10, it felt like you were jumping to the right side. Were you guessing? Or like, are there, t- I don't, maybe this is like secret sauce you don't want to share. Yeah, like, I, it's, it's, it's a bit of a, of a secret, but you don't want to ruin anything. You don't want to do is, is stay in the middle. That's, yeah, yeah, okay. but in, in this world, it's like, sometimes you're better off staying in the middle because they're waiting for you to dive anyway, to just kick it down the middle. So, yeah. Liz asked a good question. I don't know if you have that. Yeah, yeah here, I'll uh, put it up on the screen. Um, basically, uh, do you like a loud steel army behind you in the situation, or do you want a, uh, you know, quiet crowd when you're? No, I, 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 I like, I like the loud steel army. All right. I'm making sure <laughs> we've kind of figured that, but you know, you never know. Yeah, no, it really, really keeps you going, like, because especially as a keeper, like you're, you're there, and you're probably not doing much, like. For 90 minutes as much actions as the players so you need like just to stay in the game like you need that it definitely helps a lot like just you know staying in the game keeping focus all that is How that all scenarios the... oh go ahead i was gonna say is that like all scenarios like corner kicks like you know you just want it loud all the time yeah loud all the time okay, okay. <laughs> i just wanted to clarify go ahead <laughs> especially after we score yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so like when you're at a different stadium than highmark like how much does the crowd like behind you or like if I don't know how their uh, supporter sections are set up, but like it's always fun for the Steel Army if we can get a keeper from the other side to like yell at us or look over at us or be like just like annoyed by us. Like, yeah, how how do you keep them out of your head? Like, how do you I, just like, I, ignore? So that's happened in it happened in in Indy and also in Louisville where they were just like coming at me like going all the time and I I literally just laugh at them because for me it's like I know exactly what you're trying to do and I'm I'm not gonna let you get into my like I'm not gonna you know let you throw me off my game I'll just laugh at you and they they keep going but for me it's like you know in Indy I was laughing at them and the ref is like hey look don't talk to the fans and I'm like I'm just I'm not even talking. We're trying to get the keeper to right. like to acknowledge our existence because then we know yeah. they they hear us. But yeah, like I think I can't remember. It might have been an open cup game, but a keeper actually like squirted their water bottle at us. Oh. They got us. I was like, yes, perfect. Right. Then they're losing control. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
So what was uh, what was your first thought when you found out that you'd be back in Pittsburgh for uh, for another season? Uh, I mean, I kind of I kind of knew that right after the season, <laughs> but for me, it's I, I it's great. We had obviously the season didn't go as well as we wanted to. Uh, we had a pretty good season. Could have been better, but I think in the in the back end of the season, going into playoffs, we really you know picked it up a bit and. We, we should have a pretty good team coming into next year. So, and I'm really excited, really looking forward to it. And obviously, Seal Army is always supporting us, loving us no matter what. So, it's always a great feeling. I think that in Pittsburgh, with the fan base that we have, like, it's really hard to not want to go back and play in Pittsburgh. Like, that's awesome. Nice. <laughs> Do you like got that. any uh, any plans for the holidays? Uh, it's actually my birthday, Christmas Eve. So, well, I'll be celebrating that and Christmas, you know, spend some time with the family. Uh, I'll be in Pittsburgh for New Year's. And then after that, it's just getting ready for preseason. What's what's New Year's look like for you? Are you like a stay at home and hang out? Or are you going? No, I, I, I like I like to I like to be out. <laughs> I can't can't really stay in the house. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I guess, guys, any other questions here for Jamali? I want to make sure that we give him time to, uh, to. I want to be respectful of your time. <laughs> I will. I mean, just because I don't know, it's my burning question. I asked it to to Luke, who was also the special guest. Uh, I, the uh, the new training complex. It's been on my mind like all season. And you mentioned yeah. like sometimes goalkeepers are not moving around. I imagine you would benefit from a warmer training environment oh, <laughs> on yeah. cold days For i don't sure. know I, I and like i any thoughts on like the new training complex yeah i think it's we obviously we, we have we didn't get to see the the full thing because it wasn't done when we were there but we practiced there a couple of times like the indoor facility was done before and we got a uh, walkthrough of like you know the whole thing the locker rooms and all that and i think it's going to be great especially going into preseason in january february where you know, it's snowing outside, like to have that and for it to be our facility where we can, you know, we go there whenever we want, practice whenever we want. Like, I think that'll be a big plus for the guys for sure. Yeah, yeah that's that's what started the slow starts was training in snow at High yeah. Park. So like, that's, that's you know, that's no longer <laughs> training in snow, it's, it's, yeah. it's not fun. Yeah. Well, Jamal, we appreciate you stopping by. Have a great holiday season. Have fun. You know, Christmas Eve, birthday, Christmas, New Year's, all of that. We look forward to seeing you back on the field next year. And uh, thanks, man. We really appreciate it. That's good. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Thanks. All right. So that was cool. And, you know, I feel like our next guest was like standing outside waiting in the snow for uh, for us to let him in. Guys, Robbie Mertz is here. Hey, hey, Rob. hey. how's it going? <laughs> how you doing, guys? <laughs> good, good man. I feel like, well, we had you on... I guess your first stint here, but it was not like this. There was no video. So this is all new. Um, first of all, welcome back to Pittsburgh, man. What's it What's it like being home? Yeah, it's been it's been great. I do. I remember that a few years ago. Yeah, it's been it's been a great few months. So uh, just kind of getting back in the swing of things in the hometown. And, um, you know, I'm really, really, really happy to be back. I've been happy since um, to come back here, and um, yeah, it's been it's been great. What uh, so what was the deciding factor to to bring you back to the Berg? Uh, it's a long, long story, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I think at its at its core, um, I went down to it, um, and I had been been close once before like getting drafted out to Colorado and um you know Pittsburgh gave me gave me the start a lot to the club for that um and perhaps you know come back to that but but uh went down there put my best foot forward um you know I think I was happy to work out uh I guess the way I wanted it to um you know but the way I kind of saw it, I think there, there's there hasn't been like a ton of players from MLS to the top division in the states, and um, I felt like if I could do that, that would be important 
as well. Um, you know, sort of carrying that torch in a way. Um, but like I said, that it, it I came close, um, didn't quite work out, and then um, was kind of looking for my next lead to to the city, um, being from here, but also to the club and everything that they'd done for me in the past and some unfinished business as well uh, again to Louisville in the playoffs this year I think everyone felt like that was that was the closest really we've come um and so I mean, um yeah it's uh, uh that's kind of the the spark notes I guess but but um it's it's been a quite Quite a journey, quite a year. Um, yeah, for sure. Do you? Uh, this is sort of a wink, wink, nod, nod, because we sort of know. But any plans for the off season? Um, what is it? Is today the nineteenth? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Eleven days out from married <laughs> hey um, yeah. so I, um we're still doing we're doing prep uh for the wedding and everything came home for christmas and i'll go back up there um get married and yeah that's awesome congrats yeah. man congratulations congrats um so you know you did thank mention you, you sort of mentioned it. you had <laughs> You mentioned you had unfinished business. What, uh, just out of curiosity, you know, it feels like the team changes a lot from year to year. What was the biggest difference for you from when you left to when you came back? Obviously, there were a few guys still around that you knew, um, but was there a different feel to the team um, or a different feel to the locker room or anything like that? Uh, uh, yeah, it kind of follows the way the league is going which this league is getting better and better year by year i mean it's uh it's really like palpable um of of player and of athlete improving and so you know my, my first couple of days um back i could tell like there was a little bit of a different vibe in the way that we uh were working outside of training and that sort of thing um and you know i kept tabs on on everything going on I played with like russell cicerone he was a friend of mine before um before i even got here because i trained with him up in michigan in the off seasons uh, um transition a lot easier um but yeah it was a di different group but a really talented group um Again, like I think we felt like we really had something even even worse to go out the way we did, you know. But um, it was a very talented team this year for sure. Yeah, for sure. Guys, do you have any questions for Robbie? Well, I know I, I know this was all a bit of a surprise, so like you didn't <laughs> know he was coming. So it wait, you started off with the hardball questions. I'm like, what? what are you... <laughs> What are your like thoughts on the World Cup? Like, I don't know. Did you watch any of it? I mean, we just finished up. It was kind of crazy. Oh yeah, um, I watched. I watched quite a bit of it. Um, you know, I kind of went in and out, out a little. In the U.S., I, I think it was kind of what we expected, more or less. Um, I think going into the Netherlands game, like people were like past the Netherlands a little bit because, I mean, they're, they're a really good squad, and I just don't know. I don't know that we can say we're we're on par with us. Uh, I think, you know, ultimately they have to be really happy with, you know, you, know, you can see in the games, like, they, they, they're they just competing better. Like, they're best teams, like, that sort of, that sort of thing, and that will continue to. To, to pay dividends for them um and then yeah i mean yesterday was a sporting event i've ever watched um i've ever 
witnessed. I think like, like just the gravity of the situation um, and, and the way that it legendary. Like, like I don't think it will be forgotten ever. Um, no, wait, hold on, hold on. Were you team? I was, are I'm you team Messi or team France? Because <laughs> we've been, we've been like, uh, it's we're sort of split here. Luke Biasi came in and said he just wrote I'm, Messi all the way through the bracket. Jabali Waite said he was pulling for France. Where do you stand? I don't. Uh, I, I, it's it's mind boggling to me when I hear people like still on the Ronaldo train after yesterday and like this <laughs> cements his legacy. And and uh, I was, I mean, I was freaking out yesterday. Like I was screaming at the TV. Uh, um, like that's how bad I wanted he followed through. <laughs> All right. So see, there we go. I was right. Team Messi, not Team France. So there you go. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can only. Ima- so, so I, I didn't catch that last part, but, but I, I was going to ask, like, I can only imagine uh, the like as a player i would like out of all the penalties that happened in this in this year's world cup and like that one i'd be like all right i'm, I'm practicing penalties now like, I'm, like oh, every day every training session is that something you guys do a lot in training i mean throughout the year no but i actually made that like a priority coming into the off season like get better at pens um because you're gonna need them at some point. Um, they're under, and like, like sometimes it's really unpredictable. Even if they have trained them, because um, um, you get up there in that moment and you're you're second guessing, and you're like, what? Let's keep guessing. It's not like the lack of repetition. It's when they're standing in front of the ball, are they committing to what they're doing? Uh, um, you know, Harry Kane missed that big one for England. Um, it was a keeper that was really familiar with him, and he's thinking like, I, I might need to switch this up, do something a little bit different. A guy like of his quality probably doesn't, but 150 yards over the goal. So um, it's just it's it's a mental thing um, more than anything, and um, yeah. Josh, any uh, any questions here for for Robbie before we we let him go? Yeah, I'm actually going to steal uh, Kevin's question. Uh, thoughts on Montour <laughs> Complex and what do you are you excited about it? Have you got a chance to really check it out? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I was over there at the um, grand opening about a month ago. Um, there uh, uh, one day, and they were progressing really quickly because even from that time to the grand opening um the, the like came along and uh, uh yeah i mean that's just going to be a huge huge uh step for, for not only for our team but also for the, the resources that players will have, have um particularly within the riverhound setup um and uh obviously it'll be a, a huge it's all all positive there and, and tough he's done a great job like really just um doing every, everything he can to make it happen as quickly as possible and obviously training at high mark every day like there's certain areas where, where we haven't been able to focus as much as we'd like as um as athletes and and uh we're really excited for for it so yeah and i I heard at the end of the uh, of jamali's segment there um i am super super pumped to not be for preseason (laughs) Um, (laughs) and uh uh, yeah it's gonna be gonna be much more enjoyable from our end so 
Well, Robbie, we are uh, super excited that you are back. I think when word got out, you know, middle of last season that you were coming back to the team, some of us literally like leapt out of our skin just because we we never thought it would happen. And we were like, this is amazing. He's back. We're super excited now. You get a full season with the team. Um, Yeah, man. Obviously, I I was going to ask you how your holidays are going to be, but you're planning a wedding and you're going to be getting married. So you're going to have a heck of an end end of the season and then, you know, jump right into the off season. So obviously, best of luck with all of that. A massive congratulations. Um, We're super excited for you. And uh, yeah, man, have a great holiday. Have a great new year. Have a great wedding. And uh, we really look forward to seeing you back on the field in 2023. That means a lot, guys. Thank you very much. Take it easy, Thanks. man. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. Later. Well, guys, right. there you go. Three for three. What do you think? Uh, you didn't know any... right? Uh... What's that? <laughs> that's what I was saying. Or... I was like, I can't, I can't talk bad about Kevin Kerr because that's been. <laughs> <laughs> That's kicked me in the butt last time. The last Very time cool. we did, yeah. I listen. Last time that we did this, we did not have like the video component to it, and I just rem- I wish we did because I remember. <laughs> for those of you who don't remember, there was a whole thing where Kevin Sparks was not that you were dogging on Kevin Kerr, but there was this running joke that you thought you were the better Kevin, and you didn't okay, hesitate to never take shots that. at him. <laughs> anyway, I just I I was I acknowledge. I took the more critical perspective of Kevin Kerr on this podcast. Okay. Yes, you took the more critical perspective. And so when his voice came over the whatever the streamer was that we were using at that time, you just slowly faded away from your microphone. So no Kevin Kerr this year. I um, love all of the players and they're all great. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. So I first of all I gotta give a, a massive shout out to to Luke Jamali Robbie huge thank you for them taking out time to come talk to us to talk to the fans um, we are all super excited they would be back um, I gotta give a massive shout out to Hound's communication director Matt Grubba for lining all of this up I was just like Matt can you get us some players he was like I'm on it and he like gave me time slots he gave us some talking points which we didn't really use but like I. <laughs> Jeff, if you're listening, don't ever let Matt go. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, I guess any any sort of final thoughts on this one? Would it? I mean, anything of of note from the interviews that uh, that you like there? Well done for setting it up, Mike. Because yeah, you know, thanks. I, I you know I don't do anything, so like this is nice that you had to do that. So yeah, thanks for setting it up. <laughs> No, I was I was looking. It was, it was good to, to see them. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, it was it was cool to see them. It was cool to to talk to some Mounds players and and kind of you know take the pulse, especially right after like a World Cup and then the news of them getting re-signed and so you know getting that insight and just you know right for the preseason, it was cool. I, I mean, we always talk about how you know players are people too, and this is a prime example. It's like everybody's hanging. Robbie's getting married. You know, Luke's like back at home in Atlanta. Like it's just. They're players too. So it's cool to catch up and get their thoughts. I was really excited to talk to Jamali on the heels of all the the penalty shoots and things like, especially, you know, I I was like, how much secret sauce is too much secret sauce to be asking him? So that might have to be like a non-public conversation to sort of really get into his head. But uh, no, really, really good stuff. A massive thanks to, to all of them for stopping by. Yeah, I like um, having players on. I don't have to talk as much, so it's, it's more often. I like this. Yeah, no yeah. one wants to hear us talk. Yeah, yeah I know. that's that's very true. We, Tell you what, we, if one of the players start a Mongols podcast or like competitor, you know, a Riverhounds podcast, we're done. But, we're yeah. done. We're out. It's over. Yeah. So, all right. Well, guys, I think this. Well, I I know this is it for us for the year. We will be back in January. We're going to take some time off. Um, obviously, spend some time with the families over the holidays. So, Kev. Hopefully I'll see you here at the end of the week, assuming there's no ice or snow or you're stuck somewhere. We'll, we'll figure that out. Josh, you said you guys are going to Ohio. Yep. Yep. Heading to Ohio on Thursday. And uh, so hopefully we, we missed the bulk of this. I think Ohio's getting like a lot of snow. We're not getting yeah. rain. I think Pittsburgh's supposed to be getting like rain, but Ohio's going to get snow. So we're going to get there, get snowed in, and then hopefully it'll be melted by the time we leave <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. Sounds like a good plan. 
or Monday. So happy yeah. holidays to both of you. Happy holidays to everybody we had on. Happy holidays to everybody who listens and follows week in and week out. We really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, we do this for you. We do this for us. We just love getting together and talk about stuff. So if there's anything that you ever want us to talk about, feel free to let us know. We have a lot of big ideas for the rest of this offseason. We'll ho- hopefully be talking to more players coaches, all of that, trying to get the insight before the season starts. I said it felt like as soon as they announced who the the returning options were, it it like flipped the switch for me where I instantly went from, you know, the season was lost to like, here we go into 2023. So super excited about all of that. Um, Otherwise, thanks, everybody. We will talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later.